Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I am so excited about today's episode because I'm sitting down with one of my incredible ex-clients. I hate the word ex-clients. It's like we broke up. Well, and I hate saying old clients as well because they're not old, but you know what I mean. One of my previous clients, if you will, who is just such an inspiration. Sarah is a business coach who really loves to blend both strategy and energy work together. What she loves to do is to help both women and men live a fulfilling life through the creation of their business, but do it in a way that is flowy and absolutely magnetic. I sat down with Sarah and we really spoke about not only what it takes to build a successful business, but doing it from a place of fun and flow. And what I mean by that in particular is, you know, Sarah opened up about how she used to be someone who would thrive off of, you know, blocking her calendar out, back-to-back tasks and working all day, 15, 16 hour days to now only working a few hours a day and how she's still able to achieve incredible success coming from that place of really just focusing on what matters and prioritizing what matters. But most of all, filling up her cup first. And this is so in line with what I love to teach. You know, when you do really prioritize yourself and start taking care of yourself, then everything in your business becomes so much easier. This was just such an inspiring chat. I honestly cannot wait for you to tuck into this. I do just want to say you definitely, definitely, definitely want to go check out Sarah on her Instagram because she has some incredible trainings there as well as an awesome podcast where she talks all about, again, not only what it means to build a business from a place of pleasure, but also things like what it takes to make your first 10K month and build a successful business and brand online. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I am so honored that you are here. I'm so excited that you're here. I cannot wait to tuck into today's episode because I have such a special guest, one of my incredible friends and old old clients, ex-clients who just does incredible work. I always say old clients. I'm like, you are not old. So I don't know if that works. (laughs) One of my amazing, amazing women that I got the chance 
to work with. I'm so excited to be able to bring her on because I have been watching her content pretty much since we worked together and you have just made such a beautiful, beautiful shift in so many things. And the work that you're doing these days is honestly so inspiring to me. I'm learning so much from you, which is beautiful and such a beautiful full circle. So Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to dive deep into feminine flow and just running our businesses from a place of feminine with more flow, with more ease. Oh, I'm really excited. Thank you for having me. Oh, such a pleasure. And can I just say, when we work together, every single time we would jump on the calls together, I would always compliment Sarah because she was always, without a doubt, wearing sunglasses on her head. Always. And she has brought them today. And I am so, 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 so grateful that you have the sunnies on. <laughs> it's like such a It's thing. always on. <laughs> Even when it's like one degrees, you know, like the sun is not really up, sunglasses on, baby. <laughs> it's so funny because I also recently watched the Paris Hilton documentary. I don't know if you've watched it yet. And like it reminded me of you because she's always wearing sunglasses. And literally when I was watching it and then I watched a bunch of her interviews afterwards and like in every interview she's wearing sunglasses and I was like, oh, Sarah. <laughs> So funny. I was like, it's, it's so great funny. Yeah. It looks so cool. But anyway, so obviously there's so much cool stuff that I want to jump in with you today and really, really talk about. And it's just such beautiful divine timing. Cause I feel like obviously we've known each other for quite a long time now, but I've recently just started learning about feminine flow, how to use feminine flow in your business. And I think we're just going to have an incredible conversation around that. So I would really love if where we can start is kind of backtracking to really where all of this started. Cause obviously, you know, I've known you for a long time and where you actually started is so far from where you are now, what you were doing back then, you've just grown so much. So I'd absolutely love if you could kind of take us through your story really from where you started as a business owner and to kind of how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So Back in 2017, that was when it was the turning point in my life where I quit my nine to five and I went to Cambodia for a volunteering trip. And, you know, like when I was in Cambodia, I was just thinking to myself, like, what is it that I really, really want? So I wanted to start my online business again. And I was like, okay, what should I do? You know, like I have all of these ideas in my head. Should I do like an online service-based business? Should I be selling products? And it really hit me then because, um, you know, at a point in time, I had skills around design, around web design. So I thought, great, you know, like this would be a great opportunity for me to just go back home, start my online business and just you know, really leveraging and taking advantage of my skills and using that to run my business and giving back to the world. So I, I did just that, which was absolutely amazing. So things are really growing really well, like in my business, I would say like for the first, like maybe the first two years, just rounding, rounding it up, it was really good. Um, I had a lot of ups and downs, of course. I mean, that's just the way it is when you're running your own business, you know, and I had one thing in my mind. It was like a milestone, if you will, that I really, really would love um, to, to have, which was crossing my first 10K months. Mm -hmm. No idea where that number came from, but I just felt like it. Um, and I tried and tried and tried, and I finally did it after making a lot of mistakes, after a lot of trial and error. And 
October 2018 was the month that I, just, that I made, you know, 10K months and I was freaking excited. So I thought, you know what, I love designing, but, you know, eventually with, alongside with time and actions, sometimes we human, we evolve, you know, like our interests change mm -hmm. um, and our passions also evolve. And that's the moment where I realized that, hey, hang on a second, like, you know, I love designing, but there is something else in me that like is calling me out, which was speaking to business owners. Because, you know, when I was having meetings with my clients, I would like present all of this beautiful concepts. Um, and I would love to talk about like their businesses, you know, because like web design really involves um, around like the client's business as well. So I love talking about it. And at one time, one of my past clients, she said, Sarah, you know, you, you, you're like a hybrid. I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, well, you know, like you have, you have an eye for design, but I feel like every time we hop on a call, every time I have a question about my business, you're always, always there for me. And I feel like you're literally my web designer and a business coach. And I was like, huh, really? I love those like universal nudges. You know what I mean? It's like they I send know. these people on your path. And that's like for everyone listening, like really starting to pay attention to those nudges because I feel like, I don't know if you agree, Sarah, but I know from my own journey, like there's been so many times where it's almost like the universe has thrown a client at me or an opportunity where it's like, okay, I hear you. I get you. I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah, I love all of this, uh, like all of this nudges. And, you know, like I, I, I also believe that in, you know, with the universe sending all of these messages and these people into our life and, you know, our intuition is often saying something like often is guiding us to the next aligned path to what we want, to who we want to become. And that is really powerful. Like just simply tuning in, you know, just listening to our intuition and wow, it's such a life turning experience. Like at every point in time in our life, it's just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I agree. Phenomenal is underrated. <laughs> An understatement, if you will. But yeah, so, you know, like when she said that to me, I was like so thankful. Like now thinking back, Erin, it's just, it's like without her saying that, I probably would have still been designing or maybe just like, you know, taken like a detour to where I am today. So that was like a turning point. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And, and so that's what I did. I listened to my intuition. I was like, right. Okay. Like I am, I, I want to, you know, guide other like entrepreneurs, like creative entrepreneurs on how they can actually cross their first 10K months as well. And that is the moment where I actually found out about you. Um, I was like going to YouTube and like, you know, looking for like inspirational videos and I transformed errand and I really loved your content. It's amazing. I joined your membership and then I think you were like looking for someone to, like, you know, to have like a short video call for like a feedback or something. And I applied and then I asked you like, um, are you accepting like one-on-one -on -one clients? <laughs> I remember and honestly those video calls like I wasn't having the intention of anything like yeah. it was just a really good chat and obviously we vibed so well together I loved it 
Yeah. So like, that was like literally the turning point. And, you know, I was like, okay, this is really new to me, but I know like, this is what I want. So I invested in you, you know, we had an amazing time together, like working together, like 12 months. It was absolutely amazing. Um, and you know, like I started to like hit all of these milestones and something like something came up for me. Like I felt a lot of resistance, um, and I'm not sure if like you remember this, Erin, but I told you, I think at one point we were planning for a, like a 90 day launch game plan, like for one of my launches. And I said, I really don't have the patience for that. <laughs> um, and like, that was the, like all of these little experiences, it really came into me that, okay, like there is something underneath that resistance. So even though I was making 10K sales month, it wasn't cash months, but there was a lot of resistance, right? And and then, you know, like fast forward to, to, to now, like to this year, it was like a, a new level, if you will, because March 2020, I went to Romania with my partner. So it's just really expensive. Like I love being in the cold. It really expands my soul. So I think like the vibes as well within um, really changes with like the environment. But, you know, like to where I am today, where I'm just leaning a lot into alignment, where, where I am running my business from a place of ease and like flow and just sitting in the energy of abundance and attracting literally everything that I desire. Like so much so I have to be really careful about what I think and say right now. Um, and, and one point it was, it wasn't even that long ago. So it was a couple of months ago and I thought I was pregnant. Yeah. Wow. I think I remember so, saying something about that on, yeah. um, online. Yeah. 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 Um, online. Did I say it to you? You like, said it's I we were working together. I don't remember. I'm sure I've heard you talk about it before, unless you said it on your stories or unless you said it to me. Either way, I don't remember. Yeah, I said it to you. I said okay. it to you when we were still working together. Okay. okay. Um, but then it, it happened again. So I was like, okay, what are the odds? I mean, anyway, I wasn't really thinking about that back then. So I was like, okay, like, you know, like from ovulation to like, we call it like the 14 day wait week or something. I don't know. Yeah. I was experiencing all of this like symptoms and all of this, like I was having like morning sickness. And I was like, Oh, this is really weird. And I'm noticing all of these changes within my body and my emotions. I was like, okay, like I have a really strong feeling that I'm pregnant. Um, well, turn out I wasn't, but it felt so real. Like all of the symptoms felt so real that it dawned on me, you know, before I took like the pregnancy tests, I was already convincing myself that, okay, what if I'm really pregnant? Because yeah. it felt so real. Um, when I realized that, oh, I wasn't pregnant, um, I feel like these are all the signs from the universe and really learning into overflow, which is like the vibe that I'm embodying right now. So like I asked myself at that point was like, okay, Sarah, what if you're really pregnant? Would you be running the business the way you are right now? How would your life be any different? You know, like, are you still working, you know, six to eight hours every day? How would you love your relationships to be like? How would you like to feel? You know, what are you do, doing on a daily basis? And it really made me discover a lot of things that I truly want and a lot of things that I was doing that I didn't want. So 
when I journaled this out, it was such a huge aha moment. And I was like, oh, actually, I don't want to be working, you know, six to eight hours every day. I want to be working, you know, this X amount of time. I want to lean into more overflow. I want overflow mm-hmm. of abundance. I want overflow of happiness, joy, um, pleasure, you know, and just making time for the people that I love. And that's the moment where I really, really lean into like just more of a like a laid back energy, but also really focused at the same time when I'm doing my business and I'm making more time for love and connection. And I think like that's the moment where it really transitioned into me stepping, stepping more into my feminine flow and really healing everything that, you know, like my brain was telling me, AKA my ego um, and like taking out whatever in my business that didn't feel right to me. I was making more time for my loved ones and myself and eventually like this is where I am like who I am today and what I what I've learned and what I'm teaching to my clients and my students and just sharing this word out because I feel like the more of us as a woman because a lot of women like the majority of women has a feminine core but a lot of women are working in the business from a place of masculine because a lot of reasons about that and I really hope that you know like the more of us can step into our feminine flow like the, the 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 bad out of the world will become like just let man honor their magic and let us women honor our own magic like that is just um amazing yeah i love that and i want to get into like the real differences between like feminine flow and masculine flow and what that can actually look like because i know for a lot of people when they think about feminine and masculine they think male and female when that's not necessarily the case But one thing I would love to, if it's okay, kind of just backtrack for a second, because I do apologize. I do remember us having that conversation and I hope you don't mind me bringing it up, but I also remember us having like quite an intense conversation about how many hours you were working. You know, you mentioned to me one time, I think that you were working like a 10 hour day or something. And we really, really started to try, like look at restructuring your calendar, but it sounds like maybe that wasn't even the answer. You know, it was like really stepping into all of the stuff that you're talking about now the overflow the the energy of the feminine and honoring all of that that really was able to shift the amount of times that you work like the amount of time that you was working but one thing i'd like to ask is so for someone who's listening who's maybe working eight to ten hours a day like i know it's different obviously when you have a nine to five and you're building your business on the side but you know for those women who are working so much in their business like how do they make that shift from like reducing their work hours if you will because i don't know i do it all the time and i think i do it pretty naturally because i just don't really like to work that hard and i never have (laughs) but i know for a lot of people like they do desire to to kind of have a life where there's a little bit more fun and freedom and play, but they really are, I don't know, quote unquote, kind of like changed to their business. So really what did that process look like from a practical perspective of reducing your hours? I love this question. Yeah. So um, like, I just want to preface by saying that this isn't me or us saying that, Hey, this is the amount of hours that you should be working because I feel like sometimes that could be taken in a wrong way. Like just because I'm working, you know, 20 hours work week. Um, and just because you are working X amount of hours in a day, that doesn't mean that, you know, you as you know, like you should be working the same amount of hours than us. It's really up to you. But the point being is that when you want and when you desire to be working less, I think the the first question that I would um, ask myself really is that 
um, like, what is it that I truly, truly want? So for instance, when I was working six to eight hours, I was like, okay, like this is such a huge progress because in the beginning I was working 14, mm-hmm. 14 hours a day, which was insane. I mean, you can do it for like a short period of time, but how many times can you be working 14 hours a day? That's going to lead to like a continuous burnt out and overwhelmed. We talked about this before, you know? So I, I, like the first question that I would be asking myself is that, okay, like, why do I feel the need to be working six to eight hours? It wasn't about like, oh, I want to be working four hours. No, like that just, that just so happened. But you know, what is the reason behind it? I feel like I need to feel out my calendar because I had such strong anxiety and I, and I, and I, and I brought this up to you, Erin, when we were still working together was like, you know, I need to be working this X amount of hours. And then you came in and you look into my calendar was like, oh, what is, what is this, um, you have one hour free time. Like, you know, what are you doing then? Like what, you know, you, you, you helped me structure my calendar, but that wasn't really the case because at the point dip down and I didn't have the gut to bring this up to you was because of guilt. Mm-hmm. I feel the need that, Oh, you know, the, the more that I worked, the more results that I would get, the harder that I work, you know, the more results that I would get, the more money that I would get, the more impact that I'll be able to give to the world. And because of like, also like my past experiences, and this is kind of like where we dabble into way beyond than just limiting beliefs. Um, it's more of like, because when you think about successful entrepreneur or successful business owner, we think about men in suits. This is what I often say to my clients, you know, like you think about men in suits, um, like they're the alpha one and they're really dominant in this industry and we look up to them. That's one, that's society belief, right? And when we look into our own family, so maybe Aaron, like maybe like your parents, for instance, like maybe your dad was the, um, or is the breadwinner of the family or he is earning more. So when we are young, we look up to our parents we're like, oh, okay, my dad is a sore breadwinner or my dad is earning more than my mom. He is successful. And when you step into like, you know, this entrepreneurship world, if you will, or even like you're working nine to five, really, you look into this like role model and maybe he's your dad and he's your uncle. And you're like, okay, in order for me to be successful, you know, in order for me to be working more money, I need to be like him. Mm-hmm. That's parental beliefs. Or like, you know, just uh, society beliefs, parental beliefs, or cultural beliefs. This is what I usually break it down to. So when I look into my own situation, was like, because my dad is, you know, earning more than my mom. So I really look up to him. I was like, he's working so hard. So therefore I need to. And that is the root of the, the, the quote unquote problem, if you will. So like the first question I would ask, you know, for someone who is just like, I really want to cut down my working hours, but you know, like it, there's always a, but like, if you feel that kind of resistance within you, like Jenna out, why do you feel the need that you have to work X amount of hours? What is, what is, what is coming up for you? Like, what is, where are you not allowing yourself to be, you know, to, to, to become who you want to be or like to be desiring X amount of working hours or maybe you want to cut down your working hours. Like where are you not allowing yourself to? Yeah, that's so powerful. And I think, you know, you mentioned society beliefs and I think that I, again, had a, I guess, contradicting experience in that I didn't have the desire to work really hard because that's what I'd been exposed to. However, in saying that, I still did have the society belief that success did come from hard work because traditionally that's what we see in our media, in movies, in entertainment, and even in more recent times, you know, uh, bless his 
whatever he does, but you know, Gary Vaynerchuk's hustle mentality and hustle culture and things like that. And so for me, I, in the beginning, didn't want to work that hard. You know, I, I didn't want to fill my calendar or anything, but then I made it mean that I was never going to be as successful as the other people, you know, so that in and of itself helped me back. I was honoring my own desire not to work, but then I held myself back from creating wealth, I guess, if you will, because my belief and my core belief was that you do have to work hard for money. And I just wasn't willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and this isn't me saying that, oh, you don't have to work hard, you know, like just float around all day, you know, you wake up and then you just tune into your intuition, do what you feel right. No, like you seem to have some kind of structure, which is still masculine. And then also allowing yourself to flow because as a feminine core, you know, like I mentioned, I shared this with you earlier on, Erin, that is that the majority of women and the minority of men has a feminine core. Mm-hmm. The majority of men and the minority of women has a masculine core. Mm-hmm. So when you're able to discover your own core energy, like that is a starting point to be like really reevaluating your life, your relationships and your business so that you can thrive even more. It's like an amplifier. Yeah. Can you maybe now go into kind of like what the differences between the masculine and the feminine energies are? Because like I mentioned, I think a lot of people start with this work and think, oh, okay, masculine is man and feminine is female, whereas it doesn't really have anything to do with gender, right? Like you said, you know, there's some even women who have a masculine core. So what are the core differences between feminine and masculine? Okay, so yeah, you're absolutely right. Like when I say masculine energy and feminine energy, it has nothing to do with like your gender. It has nothing to do with the way that you look, the way that you dress, the way that you portray yourself, the way that you carry yourself, right? It's all that energetic thing. It's an, it's an energetic thing. And within ourselves, men or women, we both have access to feminine and masculine core. It's just that one is higher than the other. So a really great place to start, for instance, like a core difference is that feminine as a feminine core, like when you close your eyes, right? And then when you just, just really focusing on your breath work and just breathing in through your nose and expanding your belly, breathing out through your mouth and just really finding a center. And I want you to answer this question honestly. Like, do you crave... Do you crave to be hugged? You know, that someone is there to look after you, that someone that is there through your ups and downs. Like you want to be wanted. Even if you're okay with like independence, even though you're okay and you have the capability to take care of yourself, but deep down, you desire to be wanted. You, you want that security. You want that comfort. You want that love and connection. If that is what you're feeling, your core energy, feminine, hands down. And whereas for the masculine is that they are giving, they're more giving. So they're kind of like a, um, like they serve the feminine, if you will. So they actually want to be needed. Mm. So the masculine core wants to be needed. Like they, you know, when, when, yeah, so that they want to be needed, right? Mm -hmm. I hope that answers your question, like the core difference. 
what are some characteristics of each? Cause I know, you know, you speak about obviously like feminine being more in flow. And before you said something about like, obviously still showing up and doing the work is like more of the masculine, right? So what are some mm-hmm. of the core characteristics between like the feminine energy and the masculine energy? Like how is it apparent in today's culture? Love that. Okay. So let's start with the masculine set of things first. Now the masculine loves to have structure. They're very goal oriented. Okay. They love to make plan because when they make plan, they feel secure. So they love to have that step-by-step um, breakdown. So if we were to put into business context, right? Yeah. When you are planning, when like a masculine core, they love to plan. So like, oh, I want to start an online business. Okay. What is step one? What do I need to do? I need X, Y, Z. Okay. Then I move on to step two, step three, step four, so on and so forth. They move in this order. And so they're very goal oriented. Like they would do whatever it takes to reach their goal. There's like a key characteristics, um, very logical, right? They, th- they think a lot from their head. Yeah. Now, from the, from the feminine side of things is that they love to flow. They love their creativity side of things. They, um, you know, like they, they just love to be like, it's very, um, how would I put it? It's very seasonal, if, if I would have put it. Because the feminine core is like, yeah, almost like doing what feels good for you. But you, you love to be like, okay, really, like the external factors really affect um, you know, your mood, the, um, yeah, the external factors really affect your mood, the environment, you're very sensual. So like you will feel like the little things. So for instance, your work desk, like all of these little things, it really heightens your mood as a feminine core. It creates pleasure. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so affected by my environment. I think everybody knows that I change my office around like yeah. every day. <laughs> I think I, we all do realize uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> But what are the benefits then of like stepping more into the feminine? Because I think like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like growing up in such like a patriarchal focused society, you know, that's just, we have had a lot of structure to our culture for many, many years. Um, And I think that many of us, like you said in the beginning, we do grow up seeing business from the perspective of men and it's a more masculine, feminine and masculine energy of like structure and goals and, setting smart goals and taking step one and taking step two and uh, the sequence to everything. And so what are the main benefits of like bringing in a feminine flow into your business? Okay. So I presume, like I said, you know, like the majority of women are feminine core. So like what, what is it? What, what is your core energy, Erin? I'm just curious. I would say probably more feminine because things like goal setting and structure have always been a have to do for me rather than a desire Mm -hmm. to do. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I learned, I had to learn how to be structured in business where I've never really found myself needing to learn how to be creative or learn how to connect intuitively. Love that. Okay, cool. So in terms of like the benefit, the benefits when we step more into our feminine flow in our business, was that a question in yeah. our business? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just becomes easier, mm-hmm. becomes easier. Like you can absolutely, okay, here's what I want to say first, right? Cause I think it would make much more sense is that in order for you to feel safe in your feminine, because like I said, 
regardless of our sex, right? Regardless of our gender, we have access to both of this energy. So when we are really looking into our business side of things, in order for us to feel safe in our family, which means that, you know, like having all of this, um, like creative downloads and doing what we love and just everything just in flow, like in that flow state, you know, like you have got to feel safe in your masculine. Feminine craves security and safetyness. So, which is why, even though like you want to integrate more of a feminine energy into your business, into your life, into your relationships, you still need to have some kind of structure in this case, in your business. So for instance, you know, like, let's say you want to start an online business. Um, and you're like, okay, what should I do? Like maybe you look up onto different business coaches or different blog articles, podcast episodes. You need to do step one, step two, step three, step four. Like, yeah, you want to have some kind of plan, but if your core is a feminine, like you will find a lot of resistance where you have like all of this very detailed step-by-step blueprint where you have to make like, um, smart goals and all that stuff. Like your head is like, what the hell you are finding a lot of resistance you were not like that but having some kind of structure would be amazing so for instance like when you do all this research right so create an outline you know like on your i don't know do this on like pen to paper or i love to do an asana hands down asana it's Mm. amazing (laughs) you know like create all this outline okay what are the things that you need to do have an outline and then put in time in your calendar because you know, that's how you really get things done. And then when maybe for instance, having some kind of structure loosely could be like every day, block out time in the calendar, one hour, one and a half hours, whatsoever, it's your call. Okay. Every day. And then do, and then do the work. Like just let it flow. Like you don't have to be so strategic. Like every day I need to do X, Y, Z, you know, things changes, life happens. We, you know, like it, it just doesn't really go as planned, but have some kind of structure because when the time comes around, you sit on your desk. Okay. This time to this time, I am building my business and you just flow. You just, you just be in your feminine and just enjoy the process your family will, will thank you and feeling so safe because you have some kind of structure. Yeah. I hope so, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So really using, I guess, like those characteristics that we spoke about before from the masculine side of things like the structure and the goal setting to create more of like a container for the feminine flow, which as you mentioned, is more like the creative and the intuitive, like, you know, processes, I guess. But one question I have on that is I know a lot of women have, even if maybe they are more of a feminine core and they're resonating with those um, questions that you asked, I know a lot of women who have trouble listening to their intuition because whether or not it's, uh, you know, we've just been constantly inundated with, you know, social media and other people's opinions and like say someone were to actually carve out that hour and a half to intuitively flow in their business like how can they trust that kind of like what's coming up for them is actually something that they should follow does that make sense like how does one actually listen to their intuition Mm, okay love that so I was, when you're asking this question, I was just writing down some keywords, but I remember them because there was quite a lot that I really want to share with you. So like I said earlier on, right, Erin, that, you know, in order for you to feel safe in a feminine, like you have got to feel safe in your masculine. Mm -hmm. So sometimes 
when we have some kind of like emotional wounds um, that could be something, you know, like happened during our childhood. So what I call like inner child wounds or maybe some kind of traumas. So when I'm talking about traumas, for instance, that we may have experienced, it doesn't just mean that, oh, sexual assault or being raped or being, um, you know, like physically abused. Because a lot of times people think, oh, trauma, like is all of this stuff, right? It's so common. Um, trauma could actually also come from as a child and your mom being too overprotective of you. That could also be some kind of minor trauma, for instance. So like I was just, um, I had this conversation with one of my clients in one of my mastermind programs and we were talking about like, you know, traumas and stuff. We, would, we did like a timeline healing. And she said, uh, one time when I was really young, uh, there was fireworks and because I was screaming, I was scared of the noise. My mom just shut me down, like just, hey, hey, be quiet, be quiet, like stop shouting. And since then, because of that, it really ingrained in her. She hasn't yet at that point released that trauma. So that really contributed to back then, like, you know, before we healed her, essentially, she didn't really dare to speak up because she she was just fearing that people might just shut her down. So she was like, oh, well, like, you know, what's the point of me saying anyway? Like, I'm just going to just keep it quiet. Mm -hmm. That really contributed, right? So now here's the thing. When your feminine lack safetyness, it doesn't feel safe. That is when you're like, that is when we think or like when we force our masculine to, to protect us. So like that is also connected to our ego. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the ego is here. Like when you feel like the ego is here to protect you. So no matter what situation, um, your ego is always here. Like they only have one mission really, which is to keep you away from danger. They are trying to keep you safe. So when your ego is coming up, when fear comes up, when you feel like, oh, what if I tap into my intuition and then this happened? What if I invest in this coach and then like, I will never ever get my money back? Like those are actually coming from your ego. Your ego is there to protect you. So thank your ego. Right. However, however, your ego doesn't know if it's a false protection or a true protection. They, ju- they are just here to protect you. So if you want to like lean, lean into intuition and trusting your intuition a little bit more um, is to really find out what is the truth on, like underneath it. Like I really would encourage journaling, but I would say like really whatever situation that you're afraid about, whatever situation that you're worried about, what is your ego saying? What is your heart saying? Yeah, and then what is the next aligned step for you to take? Like trusted. Yeah. And I think it's a practice, right? You've really just got to take those small steps, like take that one trustworthy, one trusting step and then the next one and then the next one. And then over time, like any muscle that will grow. Absolutely. Yeah. In the beginning, you would just feel like, whoa, what? Like, it's so weird, you know, but like you said, I do agree. It's like a muscle, like the more that you practice, you know, the, the, the easier it will become. Yeah. One thing that I'd love to speak about, because I saw that you had started speaking about this on your Instagram, and I just thought this was so incredibly beautiful and profound. And I think this is something that I speak about, but not a lot of people get when I speak about it. So it'd be great to hear your perspective on it too. But you were talking uh, maybe a month or so ago about 
not having business as the number one priority, you know, not having business as the number one focus. And I think, you know, again, not knowing really where that's come from, but um, when I say things like that, when I say, you know, business doesn't have to be the number one priority in your life, like that shocks a lot of people. They're like, but, 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 you know, work, work. That's like, we've just been raised, right. To think that like, that's it work. You work eight hours a day, then you sleep another eight hours a day. You've only got, you know, eight hours for everything else. So it's like work really is such a big part of our lives. So I think that when someone does come out and says, you know, even though I'm running this successful business online, I'm not choosing to make it my everything that really goes against a lot of people's beliefs. Like it triggers a lot of people. So I'd love to yeah. kind of hear your experience with that. Cause I wholeheartedly agree with you. You can still be an impactful personal brand and business and be changing people's life without it being your everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolute. So I, this was something that held me back as well, but when I was able to just click into that concept. I was like, right, everything just made sense. Like once I found out about my core energy, like everything just make sense. So like a lot of times, because, you know, like society believes and culture believes, like we think of um, a successful business owner, we think about men, you know, like they're really, you know, like that's just the image that's being portrayed to the society, right? And of course, with our parental beliefs. So when we are like focusing a lot of work, like business as my number one priority, it's because they have this, like a lot of women, I'm just going to focus down on women and people who have like a lot of uh, like feminine as their core energy. When they prioritize work or when they f- think they should be prioritizing work or business as their number one priority, it's because they think that, okay, when I focus on my work, I will get the income so that I can support um, my family or my loved ones or myself because they care a lot about their loved ones, right? So it definitely makes sense. However, here's the truth bomb, okay? And this is not about what feels good for you. Like this is literally in our DNA as our feminine, uh, as our feminine core. So if you're... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. What energy is feminine? your first priority is actually love connection and relationships. So what I do mean by that is like, are you taking care of yourself? Like, are you putting yourself as your first priority? Because without you, like you literally can't give your hundred percent to your business, to your children, to your loved ones, literally Mm -hmm. physically, energetically, emotionally. Right. Mm -hmm. So love connection and relationships. So putting yourself as your number one priority. Second would then be love, uh, like, love and connection with your loved ones, maybe your partner, maybe your children, maybe your parents. And then come down, comes down to your third priority would then be your business. Mm-hmm. 
Because when, as a feminine core, when you're, like when you wake up, right, your love and connection, when you do things for yourself, you feel your own cup first, you take care of yourself, your body, your mind, your soul, your womb, you spend time with your loved ones. When you get down to business, it's like, okay, I have my priorities unchecked, it's fulfilled. That's when, when you work on your business, you thrive even more. It's like an amplifier. Hundred percent, I agree with that. And here's the thing as well: like energetically, you know, I think a lot of people are throwing this word around energy. Like you've got to be in the right energy and and all of that. But like, I can only speak from my own experience, and you know, really attest to what you're saying here is that when I have focused on myself, you know, including my movement or my hobbies or anything, and particularly when I've spent time connecting with people, like the way that I show up in my business just has such a different essence. People comment on it and they say, your energy is so magnetic. Um, And, you know, it isn't because I've sat down and done like a 17 step morning routine or whatever, you know, or particularly done a lot of the still like, you know, routines that still feel quite masculine. It is because like exactly what you're saying, I filled my cup essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And filling your own cup doesn't have got to be like three hours like I do because I block out three hours um, of like the first part of my day before I actually get down to work, except for today. Like today's an exception because I really wanted to talk to you. Thank you so much. (laughs) My absolute pleasure. So yeah, like it doesn't have to be three hours. Like it can just be like five minutes a day. It's not about like carving out time specifically. It's about integration. So really looking into your daily life, like how can you integrate more of your feminine flow into your daily life? So for instance, um, when I'm showering and I teach this to my clients as well, like you literally dance in your shower, put on music, whatever that your mood is, because like, um, as a woman, like, you know, um, we have, I like to think about it. Like we have four different versions of us. So like when you look at yourself, Aaron, like you literally have four different versions, how your menstrual phase, your follicular stage, and then your ovulation stage and your luteal phase, mm-hmm. every cycle, different moods and like kind of like a different kind of personalities, if you will. Absolutely. So like just do sensual dance, you know, like you can journal or even like having more pleasure, like having more coffee, like pleasure doesn't have got to be just sexual. What is this three hour morning routine look like for you? I'm so intrigued. You just said it then. I was like, please, we need to talk about this. So what do you do particularly in those three hours? I mean, whether or not it changes, but like, wow. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I think this will be, okay. This is a really great question because like, I'm like, what I'm about to share with you, it's also maybe would make much more sense um, to artists who may have never heard about feminine and masculine and integration and balancing all that stuff. So like I said, right. Um, I create some kind of structure. So that's me and my masculine. So I block out time, like literally seven to a 10. That's my self-love morning routine. Um, that's me giving some kind of structure. My feminine comes into place would be that, okay, I'm going to wake up really in between seven to 10. Usually it's about seven plus, um, you know, so like, anyway, that's just what it works for me. And I allow myself to flow. Like I don't specifically force myself like, oh, 7 a.m. shop, my eyes are going to be awake. No, like it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it really trips my mind up when I was, you know, back in the day, I was so like, 
really into like literally planning my day to a T. 7 a.m. I'm going to wake up. 7.50, I'm going to have coffee. 7.30, I'm going to journal. 7, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, like life happens. Sometimes I oversleep, quote unquote, you know, like I wake up at 7.30 and if I were to fold everything to a T, I would then be like in such a misaligned headspace, it just really like messes on my head. So I love to like have some kind of structure, like I said, seven to 10. And in between that timing, I just flow. I do whatever I want, right? So my number one non-negotiable is coffee. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me up. Like not my, not my motivation, not what feels like, not coffee. what I enjoy. I'm like, there. Coffee. coffee for me every morning. Coffee. You wake up with a taste for it in your mouth, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And it's like, um, like this morning when I woke up, it was zero degrees. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I know. And it was just such a pleasure. I was just sat in my balcony. I was just like enjoying the sun and, you know, the sensation of my skin. And I'm like tasting the coffee. Like all of this is so, like, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so turned on. I'm just thinking about it right now. Um, and I love that. It just like, you know, um, that's me feeling my own cup, like literally. Um, and then like it really depends on my mood right so after my coffee I would um, like shower up etc blah 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 blah. and then I have a couple of things that I do but I don't do them every day it really depends on my mood so some of which which would um, includes like oracle card reading I love it Um, also like um, journaling meditation or listening to one of my reprogramming tracks if I feel a little bit misaligned maybe maybe it's around money, maybe it's around relationships, uh, maybe it's around my fear, etc. Um, if I feel though the need to like release any kind of like negative energy in me, um, if I feel like, oh, after meditating, like, yeah, let's do that. I love, I love casting spells. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Literally burning like um, like burning candles and casting spells. So I do a couple of them, like, you know, releasing spell, purification spell and all that stuff. Like it's, um, it really helped. It really worked, you know, like, and, and I, and I just enjoy it. So like, these are just some of the things that I do within it. Three hours. Oh, I get ready as well. Put on makeup, listening to podcast episodes. And yeah, like these are just literally everything that I do. That's literally like the exact like example of go with the flow, but it's so funny as well, because I actually released a video today. So before we've actually spoken, which I know I I saw, I've been doing the same thing lately. Like I exactly what you said, you know, if I didn't wake up at the right time and then get stuck right into yoga or whatever was the top of my to-do list, essentially of my morning routine, I'd feel like I'd failed. And then it threw me even more into out of being in alignment because even if I'd woken up in a positive mood, then I already felt behind. But, you know, for, for now, what I've been doing is just like taking a pick at, I guess, exactly like you said, what feels good, depending on what mood I'm in. And that definitely does change throughout my cycle, I will say, Um, you know, and that has just been so much more liberating for me because I'm always doing something that gets me in a positive mood, but it's different every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's feminine, you guys. (laughs) Literally. We, we know how to slow things down and we also know how to spit things up. So like when you're in your ovulation stage, for instance, Erin, like you, I don't know if you are like self-aware about it or like basically when you're in your ovulation stage, your energy just spikes so much and you just do things like, in, like insanely fast and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know like I could do, knock out all of these tasks at once. 
that's that's the advantage I would say that we know how to slow things down and we know how to ramp things up um and just really honoring our mind our body our woman also like this is something that it's a bit more challenging for the masculine um you know people who have more masculine at their core energy yeah to do yeah so this is like to our, this is like um in us you know like it's a gift <laughs> The last thing I'd like to ask is, this has just been on my mind since you said it like earlier, but something that you mentioned heaps in the beginning of this was like living in overflow. What do you mean by that? Overflow. So like this is when I set myself down and I asked like, what is the vibe that I choose to embody? Because ultimately this is the vibe that I am, you know, kind of like being the light to artists as well. Yeah, you know, like the energy that you're sitting on, the energy that you're embodying. Like when you show up online, when you take care of your children, or when you like spend time with your family, like you're being a light for others as well, and people can feel it. So, like for me, overflowing is just about overflowing of abundance, you know, overflowing of joy, happiness, money, magic, um, like ease, pleasure. Yeah. Like everything that I desire, like I just want it to be overflow. So, so like, like just having, vibe, yeah. filling your life with all of the things that bring you joy, essentially. Yeah. Living life, living my life in alignment, enjoying, um, like this is, this is, this is like my vibe. Like this is how I see overflowing. Yeah. That's so powerful. And then I guess the last question that I want to ask, because I know that you talk a lot about still to this day, like obviously helping your clients like get to that first 10K month. um, And that's something that you, I know you've just launched an an offer like recently around your 10K month guide. How does all of this stuff that we've spoken about today help women in particular, you know, because that is the majority audience of this podcast, but getting into the feminine, you know, getting into overflow, having these routines and these rituals in place, like all of the stuff that we've spoken about today, connecting, slowing down, how does that help you make more money? Because I think still, you know, even though we kind of spoke about it before, but I still think there's so many people that will walk away from this podcast still embedded with the belief that work equals money. The more you put out, the more you get in, right? So how does stepping into the feminine and all of this stuff help someone like reach that 10K month? Hmm. Okay. So if whoever that is listening, right? So if your core energy is feminine, like I don't, like you don't have to force yourself or to learn. And I don't teach my clients how to be in their feminine flow because if your core energy is feminine, naturally your body, your mind, your body, your womb, your soul knows what to do. It's like, it's just second nature. Yeah. You know what to do. The thing that I do teach though is healing around the masculine so a lot of women a lot of um feminine uh like women who has a like feminine in their core energy they have a lot of wounded masculine Mm. from their childhood from their past experiences right um from their past relationships so it's healing around their masculine like the wounded masculine so some of the wounded masculine traits if you will would be too over competitive um, sometimes jealousy comes into place. Be like, oh, why she can have it and I cannot. So or, or if she signed five clients and I have to sign five clients too. Mm-hmm. Like that is just one of the classic examples of being in a wounded um, masculine energy. So um, like how does this integration, like how does it, like 
making 10K months and being in flow, how does it really come into play as well? It's just an amplifier. So think about it in this way, right? When you're able to heal your wounded masculine and your ego might not want to go in there because like I said, it's there to protect you. But if you can bypass that, right? And then you heal your wounded masculine, like you step more, you naturally step more into your feminine energy, you become more in flow. And then when you do like the things that I shared earlier on, like you make time for yourself, you make time for your, uh, for your loved ones. When you have those priorities unchecked, when you go into your business, Okay. And then you still have some kind of structure in terms of how to go from like inconsistent four figures to like hitting your first five, uh, 10 K cash months. And then you allow yourself to be in flow that makes things easier because my point Erin is that you absolutely can have plans. You can absolutely grow and hit your, your like 10 K cash months from a place of masculine. Just like, you don't even have to do the energetic work. You can still get there, but it's just a lot, a lot harder. It's taking up much more time. You're going to get overwhelmed. You can get burnt out. You get so stressed out because of all of this resistance. So how many times really that you need to go through all this burnt out vicious cycle to get there? Right, like just imagine what if, what if hitting 10k cash months, what if growing our business get to be like delicious, get to be like easy, get to be like flowy. That just makes it so much fun. And like I said, it's an amplifier. It's, it's way easier. So bottom line, you can from a place of masculine, just going to take much harder, like much longer as well. Not a vibe. <laughs> I love that so much. And I think that you are just, it's like you're able to describe me. <laughs> and like so many people ask me like why I am the way that I am and kind of like why I have the business that I have and like what you've shared with us today. Like it really does describe so much of that because I'm so in agreement with you around like absolutely you can force your way there, like force your way, whether it be through competitiveness, whether it be through overstructure, whether it be through just working, you know, 15 hours a day. Absolutely. But for me, my perspective is that's just so not fun. And why would I, you know, it, not even having the 10K month or whatever amount a month would be worth it when, you know, you could go in a way that still feels flowy and feels great and is full of delicious pleasure, like you say, and still get yeah. there, but also have a really freaking amazing life in the process, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for this. I loved this so much. I felt like this was like a little coaching session for me as well. <laughs> um, I love you. I would honestly love for you to just share with us. Like, I know you've got your program coming back, like share with us. I know so many women are like going to want to learn more about this and possibly even go deeper. So what's going on for you with like your program? Tell us a little bit more about it. We'd love to hear. Absolutely. So, you know, with everything that I've experienced and the transformations that I've experienced as well, like this is the reason why I feel so cool to create this program in the first place. So I launched it like a couple of months ago, like earlier this year. And I have worked with, like, I'm still working with like the first group intake of clients and if you will, like in my mastermind program called the Magnetic Woman Mastermind. So like having to see like the first batch of clients, if you will, healing their shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really honest. Like in the beginning, they didn't really want to go in there. Like when we were doing the energetic work, a lot of resistance, a lot of crying, but a lot of realizing as well. And to see them like healing and just becoming like so confident with themselves, they lift their body inside out, and then like creating a stronger bond with their partner. 
um, it's just absolutely amazing for them to like go through these transformations and then therefore like then working onto their business and amplifying the results like much quicker, um, more easier, like I shared with you earlier on Erin. So I am opening its door an exclusive enrollment next month. So like for five days only where you get to join MWM for the early bird pricing comes with payment plan. Um, and like, this is, this is just like, for me, I, I fully believe in it because like I said, you know, like the more of us can really integrate our feminine flow, like the, the better the world will become. Mm-hmm. And so like this program is basically for the women who is like, ready fully ready to step into the magnetic feminine energy and attracting everything she desires in her life and her relationships and a business this is what the program is about because it's not just about business it's really a lot around healing a lot of self-love and acceptance a lot around um just releasing all the negative stuff away like everything that was built in us traumas once I'm able to heal that, like wounded masculine and feminine energy as well, boy, like you're going to be like a whole new woman, like literally. And like you said before, <laughs> having to watch what you think about because you manifest so quickly, right? I loved when you said that. That's amazing. Thank you so, so much. Honestly, I definitely would love to have you back. I want to get into those spells. There's so many more things that I could ask you, but obviously, <laughs> you know, we want to respect everyone's time. Just thank you so Absolutely. much for it coming on. Obviously, Sarah's links will all be in the description below her Instagram, her website, and of course, the information about her program. Thank you so much for coming on. I love you. I cannot wait to just meet you in person. Finally, you know, oh my gosh, I was going to- I know. This year, we're both <laughs> going to travel so much, but then, you know, 2020 <laughs> happened, but it will be soon. It yeah. will be soon. Although wow. I would like to say that myself and everyone else from Australasia area is slightly offended at your desire and love for the cold, but- <laughs> <laughs> No, Erin, I think it's just you. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just offended. Maybe. <laughs> I'd, I'd live in far north Queensland if I could. <laughs> uh, thank you. Oh, my God, Erin. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was really, really fun chatting with you. My mind is honestly just blown from that podcast episode. It was so good to sit down and not only to speak to someone who has similar perspectives in that pleasure and fun and filling your own cup first should be at the forefront of your business strategy, but also realizing and recognizing that there is work to be done. You still need to show up and you still need to take action. And even in and of itself, the healing is work and healing your masculine, as Sarah said, and healing any wounds that are standing in the way of bringing success into your experience, that is the work as well. So we still have to show up. We still have to do the work, but I guess the whole concept around, you know, my philosophy of following fun and Sarah's philosophy of following feminine flow is that when you do these things rather than force and push your way to success, you still get there. You'll get there either way, but it just makes it a hell of a lot more easy. It just makes it a hell of a lot more fun. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I so, so loved sitting down and reconnecting and chatting with Sarah. As I mentioned in the beginning, definitely reach out to Sarah on Instagram. She has some incredible content on both her Instagram and her podcast as well and some amazing things that she launches in different ways that she teaches her clients and helps them to achieve both feminine flow and those 10K months in their business. So reach out to her. Let her know you enjoyed the episode. Share this on your stories. If you did, we would absolutely love to hear from you. I want to thank you so much 
I really, really, really appreciate your time and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.